0: Hey, everyone, it's Brian Kisarek, and I'm here with the other mentors. We're going to be having a group chat today about life purpose, life direction, community, and why it is so important to build a community that supports you with this, as well as why it is so complicated or could be complicated for some as an adult to build friendships and community. So let's just jump right into life direction and life purpose. For me, it showed up at the end of a three-year relationship where I lost myself. Um, I ignored my values. I ignored my needs. I was misaligned from the beginning. um, And a year and a half in, I realized I was living with a guy that I was not meant to be with. (laughs) So it's a really, you know, making your way back to your authentic self. It takes some time once you get off track. What about you two? Has there been a moment in your life where you felt misaligned with your values whether that's a career, relationships, partnerships, children, tell me about a moment in your life where
1: yeah, I I definitely have as as a parent, I absolutely freely willingly gave up um who my, my what I felt like was my identity prior to being a parent. I I became a different person. And it also had to do with my marriage and 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 my ex-husband and the fact that we married so young. Uh, I grew up in a concept of of the the Disney and John Hughes film where you know, an enmeshed relationship similar to yours, Brian, maybe, mm-hmm. where I gave up part of myself in order to be in that relationship. And I think in a lot of parenting situations, people think they should be a certain way and and then they find themselves years later and they don't recognize who they are anymore because they gave up so much of themselves in order to become a parent. And
0: that could apply. I mean, across the board, people lose track. And once you get a few years in, it's, you don't even recognize yourself at some point. Yeah. What about you, Nick?
2: Yeah, I can completely relate to this. I think, you know, when you live your life according to what you think your purpose is supposed to be, you know, you, everything aligns, everything just Every indication says you are on your purpose. And if your purpose is, you are just a healer. You are a person who people really gravitate towards. And when you're getting people gravitating towards Mm -hmm. you, it's like, yay, here I am. This is my purpose. I feel in alignment. And then when you find yourself in situations where you aren't in alignment with that with yourself, right, being there for yourself, Mm -hmm. I think it shows up different ways. And for me, it's shown up in relationships. It's shown up in, you know, aspects of my career. And I think in those moments we can either choose to really kind of lean into that discomfort or we can run away. Mm -hmm. So that's how it showed up for me. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think that's, you know, whether we're valid validated for our authentic self from the beginning, that's one path. And we're doing what we're actually passionate about. And we have a, a curiosity and a strength to actually do. And sometimes as gay and queer men, we are validated for the wrong reasons. Um, and we don't follow our natural, authentic path and totally become disconnected, which is what a lot of gay and queer men go through later in life is bringing themselves into alignment. So, you know, my hope in this, not only this conversation, but in the program and modules that we teach is that we explore how you can bring yourself into alignment, hopefully sooner than later. But I think, you know, one of the most important things is Realizing that we really can't be of service to the world, be of service to others, live our life purpose until we put ourselves first in all ways. What have been some ways that you both have put yourself first to realize it served you at the highest level?
1: I, well, I got a divorce and that was one of the scariest (laughs) things ever. Uh, But I mean, then the divorce led to moving from the East Coast to the West Coast and Pivoting my career from fitness, which is what I had been doing for the the last decade to to sex coaching, which I don't know about you, but I had never met another sex coach I thought that I was being so brave in stepping out and coming out as this sexuality professional It was very scary to to do that in a way that was going to be safe for my children, uh, in a way that was going to feel in alignment with all of the things that I wanted to represent uh, to to my family, to the world, as myself, to myself. it was it was really hard to do that.
2: It is to bring it into alignment. yeah. Definitely. Uh, that's saying sometimes walking away is the one thing that will lead you to the right thing mm. and you know a couple of situations for me with relationships where that was the the way that I had to walk in order to get to where I currently am um, one was out of just being done and the other was out of genuinely recognizing I'm done like the first escaping in duress the, the second being done done And walking away like you, like leaving safety and security, this illusion of safety and security, but recognizing I am so unhappy internally. Totally.
0: Yeah. It's really, you know, the lesson for me was that there's two ways to love and how I started to care for myself was understanding where I, where and how I could show up. Meaning in the relationships that were no longer serving me, why was I still sticking around? I thought the definition of love was to be up close and to be present with that person. But it was once I realized, no, I cannot be in that space and love them that I realized I can love them from afar. And I think that's really important is just looking at how you can show yourself love first to then be a better friend, be a better parent, be a better child, be a better colleague, be a better boss and how you can take care of yourself And be happy so others enjoy you. And that was one of my biggest moments there, was realizing there is many different ways. Usually if you flip the current situation on its head, what is the alternative or opposite of that? And that may be the answer.
2: Can I add really quickly? I think that we are instilled, especially in our culture, that selflessness is the way to be. Mm Mm-hmm. We grow up, we were supposed to be polite, we were supposed to put others first, we We're supposed to hold the door open for people, we are supposed to do this, be so mindful of other people's feelings, that we are completely mindless of ourselves and what we need. And I think a lot of people get to this point where that's been their experience, and they have this moment where they're confronted with, what do I want? What do I need? And so in those moments, I think a lot of people choose to stay in what they know because it's familiar.
0: Mm right? Totally. And staying in that, a lot of people become victims. A lot of people think, oh, I need to feel this pain because this is the lesson. I should be punished or something in that vein.
1: Yeah. I think there's a binary of of a belief system where you are either a martyr or you are a narcissist. And I think just as it's just as brilliant. in the world of sexuality it is a spectrum you no one you know, not no one there certainly are martyrs and there certainly are narcissists but i think most of us exist somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. and and it, we do not need to be one or the other we can take care of ourselves we can be respectful and mindful of the people around us of of our loved ones and and our and our circle of friends or or colleagues, that still serves our still serves us. We can be mindful and still have our own boundaries and be honoring our own values. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
2: hearing you hearing you Amanda talk about this the victim uh, martyr narcissist you know circling back to this hero's journey right. If we don't learn to rescue ourselves, eventually, we will always be at the mercy of other people to rescue us. Totally. And that's when you
0: realize no one's going to rescue you is when you realize, oh shit, this isn't the life I want to live and this isn't the life I want to die in. So where do you start to turn that pain that you're experiencing into a launch pad of pleasure and happiness? And for me, when I, you know, that was the first question I asked myself when I was at the end of that relationship was, This isn't all there is to life. I'm here for something bigger. What is the purpose of life? And when I got clear on that, which you will as well, if that's a question you're asking, was when I started to bring everything into alignment. And community is a really important part of that. It's how can we surround ourselves with the people that can not only relate to us, but how can we learn the lessons and contribute back to community in a way that supports people
2: and that our pain wasn't experienced in vain for for people listening I think that you may be in a position where you're hearing this information and it's resonating with you and you think to yourself oh my gosh that is me and the thought of walking away from it is terrifying because what do I do this is all I know who do I turn to for support what tools do I gather what information do I need and I think having this community to help guide you through that process is extremely beneficial, especially for other people that don't have that as an option, right?
0: Mentor Plus is really about community as a form of self-care. How can we relate to others on a similar journey to contribute our insights, learn from others, and go on to build authentic connections that lift us up and allow us to see a different perspective. So community is really, for me, community has always been where the answer is at if you're properly aligned. And I think communities are always meant to be little silos to explore whatever that is, whether that's I'm gay and queer and I want to explore what that's like. Step into that silo, step into that community, play with it. But at the end of the day, our healthy balance is found amongst an entire community that's diverse and rich with different beliefs and perspectives. I mean, that's just my personal belief.
1: I think it also gets a little tricky when we find that one silo or, you know, as as Nick said earlier, when we are constantly getting positive feedback from one aspect of ourselves, we tend to put a lot of energy into that aspect and we neglect the other parts of ourselves. Uh, we neglect going into those other silos. We neglect the greater community that that we want to be a part of, and we focus on maybe one smaller community that may not be filling or nourishing to the full self, the whole self. Uh, it, it might it might be very might feel very very good to one part of us, but we neglect the rest of us. You know, as as an individual. And I think community does a good job, at least I hope this community will do a good job of nourishing all of the parts of us as individuals.
0: Absolutely. That's the goal of Unite and Mentor Plus is to not only connect you to unite you with yourself, but unite you with the experts and the community that could bring you into alignment. Um, that was really the intention of it from the beginning. I shared when I was at the end of a relationship and I lost my identity, I lost myself. And the first question that showed up for me was, what is my purpose? I don't know who I am anymore. So where do I start to even move forward? Do you, either of you remember a moment in your life coming out of a situation where you didn't feel you had direction, you didn't have purpose, you didn't have confidence, you didn't know where to start. How did you choose your navigational north like where do I start?
2: Yeah. I mean even if <clears throat> even if your purpose is your genuine purpose, you walk away from something or something ends and you're confronted with this disillusionment of what you know and you really question is this really my purpose? You there's this there's this resentment, there's this bitterness, there's this <clears throat> feeling jaded by Here I was again, giving my all. So,
0: may I interject? Yeah, absolutely. Where there's bitterness, where there's
2: resentment, that's where you start to look at your life. Totally. Totally. And in those moments where that that bitterness of I'm giving everything to everybody, what what am I responsible for? Mm -hmm. I haven't been having the boundaries that I feel are important in order to prevent me from giving everything. Or why am I giving everything to everybody? Mm-hmm. Right? Why do I feel it's not okay to be self selfish? Mm-hmm. Right.
0: It's a really good point. That's so important to to see what negative emotions are showing up and start there. Cause that's, that's the right. first point to bring things into alignment. Okay. How can I work with this to
2: move forward? Yeah. Where the sandpaper moment is. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. exactly.
1: I felt like when I moved across the country, I did so in the summer of 2020 during the the height of the pandemic and i did it on purpose it was intentional i mean i didn't know there was going to be a pandemic but i i moved with the confidence that everyone's life is in turmoil if ever there were a time to shake up my life it would be now i, I need to act now i don't really know what i'm going to do or or how i'm going to be when i land but i'm going to move across the country and and start a new life. It was it was terrifying and I didn't know how to find community especially during the pandemic. And as 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 it drew to a close, if if that's what we can call it, um I knew that sex coaching was going to be the way I wanted to start this new life. And I my first thing was who do I identify with? Who are the people that Fill me. No. And I don't mean like that, <laughs> y'all. Um, so I got on a dating app. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, what I mean is uh, nourish my soul. And I had always been an ally in the gay and queer community. And I felt like this was this was the LGBTQIA plus community was where I, I feel very comfortable. And so I joined a networking um an lgbtqia plus networking group
0: that's where and, we met
1: and that's where we met yeah. so
0: it's getting clear on you know what do you value who do you value and i think so many of us go where we think we belong but it's not what we actually want i can't tell you the number of men that i've worked with that say i don't want to be at bars or clubs mm-hmm. and i said well what do you enjoy And bringing that into alignment, but why is it so hard on a small pivot here? Why is it so hard to build friendships as adults?
2: Well, here's how I I kind of (laughs) frame that for, for people. You know, they struggle so much with, I can't make friends. I can't make friends. Well, our whole life, we are not taught how to make friends. They are just we just accumulate friends, we're, right? We're put into schools, we're right. put into groups, we're... Right, and in those environments, we share common interests, we share things that we enjoy, hobbies, we play sports, we form relationships. But nobody teaches us as adults, step one, step two, step three, step four. So a lot of people, you know, they they go through life with these friendships, and other people are put in positions where... Friendships just went away for whatever reason and now I'm forced to make friends because if I don't have friends or a sense of community, I will be alone and that brings up a lot for people, right? And so I think that people struggle as adults to make, to form community because of our own stuff that we've got going on. We don't even, we don't know what we like, we don't know what we dislike, so there's so many aspects to it.
1: Brian, you and I were having a conversation this morning off off the microphone about how there are different strengths that we all have. And I do not consider myself a creator, but you do. You are a doer. You are a maker. Mm -hmm. I am a supporter. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the difficulty of getting out there and, and making friends or forming a community is that we think that we all have to be creators or makers. And, that can stop us before we even get started
0: absolutely yeah there, I mean there's tremendous amount of fear of you know what has I mean we're right we're choosing experiences from our past that tell us how the future is going to play out right and um, and I think it's really important, you know, from the setting to the people to the role to the intention to the length of commitment, These all play roles in how you build community and what you're able to follow through when it comes to life direction and life purpose, because so many of us start but never finish. And you know what happens when we don't finish what we set out to start? Our confidence gets lowered. So we share all of this because it's all connected. Our fears, our blocks are connected to our life purpose and our life direction, to our ability to build community and build friendships and relationships and have sex and intimacy. You cannot move forward without looking at all of them. And life direction and life purpose changes all the time. They say that one of the biggest indicators of a thriving and long life is your ability to build community and have purpose every day. What? Why are you waking up? Why are we waking up? Who are we connecting with? Who are we serving? And I mean serving as in contributing our unique gifts to the world not as in working for whatever and having a community that lifts us up that is there to support us that brings us happiness and that we can connect with every day in a way that makes us genuinely and authentically happy is is i this is why i find so much joy and passion in this work is because i do want to live a fulfilling life and connect with amazing people that share great insights with me i mean that's I built this program on asking myself where I wanted to be when I was 70 and 80 years old. And the program was created that way. I wanted to be connecting with some of the most brilliant minds around the world, learning till the end of my life. And I think that's why for me, and I hope you find this as well, is that life direction and life purpose and building community to not only connect with, but to be of service and contribute your gifts to it. It's so important. And that's what we'll explore. That's what we'll discuss. I think from hearing you both speak, it could show up in so many different ways. And being aware when it's time to open your eyes that maybe you are losing yourself. Maybe you have lost touch with your core values. Maybe you're putting others before yourself and it's time to shake your life up and realign everything so you can really live a life that you were meant to live. And if that's something that speaks to you, then... I look forward to diving into this topic more with you. I think that's a good place to wrap. So we'll see you on the other side. Bye guys. Bye.